0: I'm Danny, that witch next door, and you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to another episode here at That Witch Podcast. I'm Danny, I'm That Witch Next Door. I'm your host, your guide, your mentor, and instructor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology, and witchy business. And today, today, I'm excited for today's episode because I was really, really inspired by the group tutoring call last week. So last week on Wednesday, We gathered as kind of a little free orientation event for the launch of That Witch School, which is now officially open for enrollment. And this was a look at what our monthly group tutoring calls are going to look like inside of the membership. And what we centered everything around was... We were inspired by the upcoming Aries season and spring equinox. And so I cast a theme of new beginnings and new chapters for our meeting that day because I think that this is something that we both consciously and unconsciously find ourselves really reflecting and ruminating on this time of year. And so Aries, uh, sorry, the sun just moved into Aries this past Sunday, the 20th. So spring has sprung, if you will. And I don't know about you and the weather you're having, but might, might feel that way, might not feel that way. But either way, weather aside, I do think we definitely feel this surge of rebirth. And so I wanted to take this theme for the group tutoring call and get practical and get applicable with it because I think that we do feel this energy every year like I said. I think that we even in the in the spiritual community we're like new beginnings. It's my new beginning. It's totally a new beginning. <laughs> But do you really get specific with it? Do you really like sit in a mindful headspace and reflect on what your new beginning is? Standing here now at the very beginning of the astrological new year, right? We're at a brand new astrological cycle, a brand new solar cycle, I should say. and. I think that a lot of us get so wrapped up in the new Aries uh that we just kind of stamp on past it and kind of strut on past it even though it's very cute but <laughs> we don't we don't actually flush this out in our minds let alone put anything very much into practice this time of year. So we talked about some really amazing tips and Practical techniques and areas you could look at in your chart. And I also sent out an email with the Virgo full moon last week with some really good thought prompts in it. And those thought prompts, by the way, would be wonderful to incorporate into this uh, new astrological cycle and this new chapter's reflection that you're doing, this new chapter work. So, I think that what I want to do today is take inspiration from that and elaborate on it here for all of you, my lovely neighbors, which, hi, if you are, uh, new here, welcome. What a, what a lovely day to be new. We're talking about all new things. So welcome, welcome to our neighborhood here. And if you are not new, Welcome back. I absolutely appreciate your return energy. Thank you so much for taking the time with me today. So let's talk about this Aries spring equinox, this brand new uh, beginning, rebirth, new life cycle, right? What is the equinox? That is something that you may have found yourself Asking or getting curious about it may be something that you are like, wow, I never even really thought to ask. I just hear the word spring equinox and I know it means spring. So there are two vernal equinoxes every every year. I don't know if I'm saying equinoxes right. Are you supposed to say it that way? I don't know. Sorry. (laughs) Um, The spring and the autumn equinox. And what this is, is the sun is going to be directly over the equator on an equinox. And this means that the earth and the sun are basically facing each other head on. And the earth is split half in light, half in dark. We have a full 24 hour, full day cycle of equal light and equal dark on earth. And because of this, we do bring in lots and lots of themes of balance and harmony. So I don't want you to forget about that. That's a very, very key player, uh, key energy and intention, honestly, to, to incorporate in with this work here, okay? So harmony and balance, really appreciating both our light and our dark. Specifically at the spring equinox, what we're celebrating is from death comes new life. From germination comes the sprout, okay? From the womb comes the comes the babe, right? Because there's all kinds of little baby animals and stuff that are born. So these are themes of this light and this dark, death and life and it's a little bit different at the autumn equinox when we're on the flip side and we're we're honoring the cycle of with life comes death right with with light comes dark with day comes night and because of our two hemispheres by the way on earth the northern hemisphere that which is where I live, that's the United States. So that's uh where we're celebrating the spring equinox, but we would all love to wish a happy autumn equinox to all of our friends and neighbors in the Southern hemisphere, where they are now celebrating and going into their fall season, okay? It's all very fascinating stuff. And I, if you are in that witch school, I do have a blog post about this right now that you can go check out with, some really cool resources on this. Uh, Cute little videos and stuff. Okay, so we know that we're in new beginnings. We know that there's this spark of new life and rebirth. We know that we're keeping in mind harmony and balance. How can we, okay, these are lovely concepts, Danny. How can we do, what do we do with this? (laughs) So I love starting with, my birth chart whenever I'm feeling like blocked for any kind of inspiration. And if you're a cosmic witch anyways, here in our neighborhood, you might want to jot these down, but these are kind of the like new beginnings or spark of inspiration planets that we went over during our group tutoring call. And I, you know, this is not nearly an exhaustive list, but this is a really wonderful, wonderful place to start, regardless of your knowledge and understanding level of astrology. That's the nice part about this list. This is, uh, these are pretty common planetary energies, easy to find. They're definitely going to be on any of the free, charts, um, that you can get from tons of free sites and apps. You can find those in my resources section, by the way, on my website, there's tons of great, great, great apps and websites out there. And in fact, I encourage you to use more than one because they all say something a little different, but (laughs) the first really great place to start is your sun sign. And the reason the sun in general, whether it's your sun sign in your birth chart that you you take inspiration from and you go down that direction or the transiting sun. Like it's Aries season, so I'm going to lean into Aries energy and learn about Aries and see where that is in my chart. Okay, we can either way, but but starting with the sun is a really really lovely jumping off point because the sun brings with it our ego and the very, very core of who we are. And this means that it brings with it really pure self-expression. It also brings the light of truth. It's an illuminator. And it is a very natural, abundant, like always abundant source of creativity. It's a life force giver. Without the sun we couldn't be. Plants couldn't be, right? The sun, it, we all revolve around it. That's, it's in our solar system. It's a really wonderful place to start when we are feeling confused, lost, in the dark. And I think that a lot, especially when you start like really getting familiar with astrology and like studying it all the time, I think we get a little lost away from our sun sign for a while. And we kind of have to find our way back and be like, oh yeah. I am a Scorpio sun. I am a Gemini sun. I am a Sagittarius, right? And going back to that place is like going back home within yourself. So it's a wonderful, wonderful source for self-expression, creativity, and illumination. The next great planet is going to be Venus. And Venus, my friends, is like the fucking beautiful muse of the zodiac. Of astrology. I see Venus as so much more. I don't have the right, like, there's no words invented for how I'm trying to describe her, but she's so much more than a beautiful, like, love goddess to me, you know, and uh, this love and relationship planet. Like, when you do Venus work, when you do Venetian work, and you go, Really, into what what Venus represents, even her her cycle, her orbit pattern, and it it's oh my God, it's just such a wonderful healing place the planet of Venus. Okay. Venus energy in general. So that in and of itself right there, could you see how maybe that would be wonderful to have for new beginnings? Um, but Venus really is this natural muse. So there is a lot, a lot of inspiration to find there and therefore it's like overflowing creativity. Venus is this planet of love and the arts and beauty and music. And so this is like the ultimate, sheer, best tried and true way to tap into your right-brained energy. Okay. Really, really and truly. So I think that Venus gets watered down a lot and that's why I just paint the picture that i do for this planet because ugh, it's just wasted energy over and over again i see poor venus energy just getting so incredibly wasted by especially by any of my beautiful artists creator entrepreneur any of those friends and neighbors of mine out there you need to be nurturing your venus sign okay and she will seriously seriously reward you with so much inspiration and creativity next Is our lovely counterpart of that, which is Mars. And Mars energy is perfect to work with for new chapters, fresh starts, clean slate, because Mars is how we discover and understand and therefore nurture our drive, our passions, our momentum, and our motivation. So are those things that you're like, wow, I could really use a lot of those. (laughs) Mars is a good planet for you then. Uh, This is by nature a fire planet and it really does bring with it that life-giving energy. March, the month, is named after Mars and Tuesday is ruled by Mars. These are, and I can't remember why I said Tuesday. Oh because in Spanish Tuesday is martes and that is rooted the root word for Mars again there's there if you look into Mars energy you will find pure fuel and energy okay this is when we think of that spark of spring That slingshot, that rocket blasting off, this is where you give yourself a swift kick in the pants, okay? So Mars is a really, really wonderful place to go exploring in your chart or, again, transiting Mars when you have been feeling really stuck, really like you're not effectively acting or moving. You just can't seem to make right the right move for you um, or you can't seem to move at all. Go to your Mars placement, learn what it needs, learn how to nurture it, and it will reward you with that really effective and efficient energy. And do not forget to give your Mars placement, your action, your body, Rest, okay? <laughs> definitely don't forget to balance, right? We're still remembering the harmony and balance here when we're casting our our new beginnings and fresh start intentions here. We, we definitely want balance. We don't want to just like force ourselves into overdrive. And then the last like new beginnings inspiring planetary placement energy I have for you is your lunar north node. So the lunar nodes are exactly 180 degrees apart and they're the only placements that are constantly in retrograde, meaning their forward movement is the opposite direction of all of our other planetary energy, okay? The south node, if you look at your chart... And you might have to turn the settings on for these. They're either called your north and south node or your lunar nodes or your true node. Um, A lot of, I've noticed more and more and more, a lot of these are automatically populated in the birth charts, but if not, go to the settings and turn them on. But your south node is that little symbol that looks like an upside down horseshoe with the arch on the bottom. And the north node is the symbol that's opposite. It is the arch on top. It looks like a right side. I don't know which way a horseshoe is supposed to face now that I'm saying it that way. (laughs) But the north node is the one with the arch on the top, okay? And you can think of it like a tunnel that you're heading into, okay? So our south node is what we're very familiar with and what we've come from and a lot of the it sheds a lot of light on the different lives that we've experienced it sheds a lot of light on the past that we experience in this life as well and it's it's where we're comfy and where we come from like i said the north node on the opposite is where we are heading it is our soul's calling it is our our like innermost pull on truly on his soul essence level. It is one of the strongest feeling individual placements, in my opinion. I can sense and feel how strong the pull of the North Node is. And this is why Um, eclipse energy is so intense because these lunar nodes line up with the sun and the moon. And we, this is why we refer to it as a portal being opened and you can feel that. So how can you use your North node, the knowledge of your natal North node? This is wonderful when you're feeling specifically lost, lack of direction, lack of guidance lack of alignment um combine your north node and your sun sign and you find a lot of authenticity if that's what you've been seeking you might have a sun north node conjunction and really embracing your unique self and authenticity is very very much a part of your soul's calling in this life and beyond so The North Node, I think that a lot of us, especially now with just like, what the fuck have we all just been through and what the fuck is still going on and what the fuck is going to happen, like the state of our world, Jesus. Uh, North Node work is intense, but it's really, really, I think strengthening and empowering, quite honestly. I think it helps bond our connection even further with, the universe and spirit and our higher selves and our intuition and our soul, because that is our most pure, most inner calling. And so if we learn about that, we can also learn to kind of trust in that and kind of surrender to that a little bit. And It's a, it's a really, really wonderful way to recenter, feel like you get back on track. That's a really great way to put it. If you keep having this feeling of, I feel like I need to get back on track. I feel like I need to get back on track. That is your mind and your spirit telling you that you need to do North Node work. Definitely. Okay. All right. Um... So I hope that those help. Definitely reach out if you have any questions about that. And that's something that we can also talk about in school if you're in the school. But if not, you can uh, still send me a message. Let me know if you have any questions or thoughts about any of that. Now, my last couple of just super quick, uh, really kind of grounded ideas for you for uh, springtime, new beginnings, uh, energy and what you can actually do. Is Number one is clarity work. I think that right now doing clarity rituals and clarity spells are so, so, so beneficial. The sun in the sign of Aries is what we call exalted. And when a planet is in exaltation, it means that they're in a sign that they're treated like royalty. They're like treated on high. And the reason for this, when it comes to the sun in Aries specifically, is because Aries is this sign and energy of true like independence, individuality, authenticity, and assertiveness. And it's, really be, really has a lot to do with ego and the sun represents ego. So when it's in the sign of Aries, illuminating all of those qualities, um, we're kind of in the sun on high. So be a little bit aware of your reactivity and your aggression, your, your tendency to be aggressive right now. But also tap into this sun exaltation and do clarity work because like we said, sun is such a huge cosmic illuminator. So working with the, I mean, this isn't the right word for it, but color, clear, (laughs) it's absence of color. Um, But working with anything clear, okay? So even common glass. Any glass, any, and specifically like clean your mirror, clean your windows, things like that. Um, cleaning off glass type, even especially, not even, especially your electronic devices. You need to be spiritually and energetic cleansing your electronic devices. There's some of our most used tools and that's okay. They're not inherently toxic the way that we think that they are if we use them and treat them properly. And especially if we practice good spiritual hygiene with them and, you know, physical hygiene, like taking breaks off of our electronics, but clean your screens. That's a, especially if you conduct business, whether you own a business or you work, I guarantee most people listening to this rely on some kind of screen at least once a day in their job, if not way more than that. Clarity, clarity, clarity work. Clean your screens, both literally and spiritually. While you're literally doing it, put your spiritual energy into it. And then um, you can also work with clear crystals, uh, clear quartz. Selenite is not technically like see-through clear, but it is a clearing stone and it's one of my personal just I just vibe the fuck with selenite. Um, So that's my go-to spring crystal for cleansing um, and clarity work, which leads me into cleansing. Um, Spring cleaning, right? Spring cleaning. This is a very, very, very common old school theme for this time of year because again, it's a representation of how we, the collective unconscious really Experiences new beginnings and new chapters this time of year. So you may find yourself feeling a natural restlessness, a natural stirring. That's because Aries is ruled by who? Marzi. You're talking about Mars, right? Look at all the things that Mars represents. So it's really real. When the sun's in Aries, it illuminates a lot of our Martian qualities. And so if you feel this natural stirring, this natural restlessness, I promise you that you're only gonna feel way more frustrated and and honestly aggressive if you deny it or if you try to avoid it, okay? So lean into this. It can be with cleaning and tidying, but it also could just be through movement. But if you are feeling that itch to like make your living space look a little more new or fresh or different, making your working space feel a little new or fresh or different, or maybe your the inside of your car, right? Whatever whatever it might be for you. Um, it could be your altar. It could be your bathroom. It could be your vanity. It could be just, again, it could just be the mirror you get ready in front of every day. Whatever it ends up being, if it ends up being a really long list, right? The natural spring cleaning. I want to. I just want to go to town. I want to do everything, and that feels overwhelming. And now we are burning out our Martian energy already. The fuel is already burnt out because we just came up with all these new beginnings and all these new projects we want to do, and there's no way we could possibly do it. So we might as well not do it at all. (sighs) What I want you to do is take a deep breath and I want you to not have the fear of making the actual list of things that you want to do okay it's okay if that list is long it's okay to be ambitious this is a good lesson for Aries of all (laughs) kinds but then allow yourself to be realistic about time And don't be afraid to break that down piece by piece, block by block or room by room, right? Section by section, whatever it might be for whatever, you know, this list is for you. And give yourself a realistic timeline. Don't be afraid to make the list and not attach yourself to completing the whole thing. Sometimes, this is a big one for a lot of you out there, especially you, Virgo, and Capricorn placements <laughs> and Taurus, all of you Earth placements. Um, you do not have to finish a whole list. Sometimes... The accomplishment happens from getting all of that out of your mind and onto paper and then genuinely prioritizing it and deciding what you really do want to do, what you do need to do, what you kind of want to do, what you definitely don't want to do, and what you're not going to do, right? Like allow that reality for yourself. That's what I mean by being realistic with the timeline. Don't make a list of a hundred Unaccomplishable giant projects, right? Make, make the list if they're in, haunting you in your head, get them out of your head. If you're, if you have all these projects piling up in your head, put it down on paper and then be realistic about what you actually do and actually don't want to do. Some things you might try and end up saying, I don't actually want to do this. Okay. So I hope that. I hope that this sparked some inspiration for you. Not to be too punny or... (laughs) Um, Obviously, since it's a new beginnings episode, I really hope that there was a little bit of new information (laughs) and inspiration here. But as always, like I said a little bit ago, feel free to reach out. Um, you can go to thatwitchnextdoor.com slash conjure that witch. And you can hit me up there. If you're in that witch school, you can send me a DM on Mighty Networks in our private community. Um, we're already having a blast and it's literally the second day. Um, Don't forget, if you listened to Moonday Musings yesterday, today, everybody, today, Tuesday, March 22nd, until 11.59 p.m. Mountain Time tonight, you can get into That Witch School, which is normally and regularly $44 per month. You can get it for as low as $33 per month for... Life. I'm offering this for life. Um, Details are in the show notes below for that witch school, what we're doing in there, how to sign up, rates, everything like that. And again, if you have any questions, send them my way. I am happy to clarify anything. Thank you all so, so much. This was a really, really fun one. And I will see you on Friday. Stay safe. Have fun, enjoy your fresh beginning, and stay magical out there. Hey, magical human. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of That Witch Podcast. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to share with a friend or give a shout out on your social media. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on both Apple and Spotify. And if you can't get enough of all of our witchy, magical content here in the neighborhood, you definitely want to make sure you're subscribed to my email newsletter, That Witch Gazette. It's a really fun, really convenient one-stop shop to stay up to date on all of the news and happenings here in our neighborhood. If you have any questions, suggestions, ideas for the show, or if you'd like to sponsor an episode, you can send me a message at thatwitchnextdoor.com slash conjurethatwitch. Thank you so much. I'll see y'all next time.